Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Lindsay Duger. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Switchcraft episode 195 is brought to you by OP Seat. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OP Seat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you. I'm sitting in one right now and it's great. And just a special note that right now, uh, the chairs over at OP Seat are $50 off. So head on over there now to get your chair today. Okie dokie. Two things real quick before I get into the news. Uh, if you've listened to recent episodes, you probably already know about this, but I want to make sure that everybody has a chance. Uh, we've got two giveaways coming up. Uh, the first giveaway is because we hit 200,000 downloads uh, of the podcast in the last four months, which is just crazy to me. Uh, and in honor of that, I am giving away $60 worth of eShop credit. If you want to join the giveaway, just go to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway, and you can enter right there. Uh, in addition to that, uh, in honor of our 200th episode, which is coming up very soon, we've only got five episodes to go before then, um, at Kill the Chickens on Twitter, uh, contacted me and said, hey, here's a $20 eShop gift card if you want to give that away to a random chatter uh, on the episode 200. So if you want to join in and uh, have a chance at a $20 eShop gift card um, courtesy of at kill the chickens, make sure that you head on over to twitch.tv slash run jump stomp, hit follow and follow me on Twitter. And when episode 200 comes, Make sure that you're there in chat, and at the end of the episode, I will give away $20 worth of eShop credit. Thank you very much to at KillTheChickens on Twitter for uh, sponsoring that. Give a man an Atari game and he'll turn into a little boy. But don't worry, he'll be grown up enough to share it. Have you played Atari today? All right, the first story of the day is about a Anker batteries. Uh, so if you did not know, Anker is this um, company that makes uh, rechargeable batteries. So you can uh, charge up this battery with maximum uh, charge and then use it to charge up everything that you've got. So for instance, uh, I've got one right here. This is the Anker. I don't remember the the exact name of it, but it's the Anker 2100. Uh, so that's 20100. And uh, this thing is fantastic. Uh, my wife recently took a trip to New York City and she packed this in her purse and she was able to use it to recharge her phone. And you'll notice uh, she recharged her phone. I think it was twice. And she's got um, an iPhone 8 um not a, not a plus or anything but just an iphone 8 and this shows you how much charge it has left and she she charged it she recharged it i think it was twice and i did not charge it when she when she came back so uh for those of you who are wondering what i'm talking about i'm holding it up to the camera sorry audio people uh but it is practically still full this thing can fully charge uh, your Nintendo Switch multiple times, and it even has enough output if you use the USB-C port on it to charge uh, your Switch while you're playing it. So uh, I was able to play my Switch and charge it at the same time uh, without having a wall outlet with me. 
which was really cool. And I'm, I'm very happy with that. And now uh, Anker is now going to be releasing officially licensed uh, Switch Power Banks portable chargers. This is via uh, Go Nintendo. Now, I don't know if these are exactly the same, but they do come in two uh, varieties. They come in one that is uh, one, uh, 13... 1400 milliamp hours uh, and then they also come with one that is uh, 20,100 milliamp hours uh, now what I will say about this is first off this is just Japan for now and maybe they'll come over to the states uh, but these are pretty expensive from what I've been told in chat like if we convert 6980 or no I'm sorry uh 9980 yen that's pretty close to 100 bucks I think and I believe that you can get uh the one that I have uh much cheaper currently and I've had zero problems with this now what you're paying for is you're paying for peace of mind with these officially licensed power banks because uh these have these are licensed by nintendo and this is saying nintendo is saying this is not going to hurt your device uh but my guess is it's basically the same device and they're just putting the logo on it uh because i've had zero problems with this power brick and honestly i would recommend uh, and by the way, if you get one of these and it damages your switch, it is not my fault. But I would personally recommend that you just get the one that I have. And, um, you know, if I remember, I'll throw a I'll, I'll throw a link to the one that I have in the show notes because I'm very happy with this one. And I've used it to charge my switch and my phone and even a laptop uh, like we have a Chromebook that we keep around the house. I've used it to charge that before too and uh, it works really really well uh, and I think that you're safe as long as you go USB-C to USB-C but then again I'm not an, an, an engineer so who knows um, that's my recommendation is don't buy the official Nintendo ones I would recommend that you just get the cheaper ones made by the same exact company company because Anker makes good stuff uh, let's see what chat thinks about this. Uh, that chap, Zap, who uh, is the host of the Switched Pixels podcast, uh, he says Anker Banks are on are spot on. And uh, TF Wagner says Anker makes a great selfie stick. Res TV, who is the host, one of the hosts of the Nintendo Pulse podcast, uh, he says that's a huge cost for the added sp- screen printing and by the way he's going to be one of the guests on my show on saturday the i'm looking at a calendar right now the ninth he's going to be on the on saturday the ninth we're going to do a live stream right here at uh, twitch.tv slash run jump stomp along with uh his co-host steven and n64 josh we're all going to sit down and talk about our predictions for e3 uh so make sure that you follow us here so you can check that out uh, let's see. Backback B says $90 for Nintendo brand, $40, $45 for the same size without the, the license. Uh, I think most people are agreeing with me that uh, they're not happy with the uh, with the uh, the prices. And uh, let's see. Can I just go ahead and somebody go ahead and ban uh, Tears Test 3. I don't want them in here. They want to be like that. Uh, so anyway. Thank you guys very much for uh, letting me know what you think here in chat. Let's go ahead and move on.
Have you experienced the awesome power of the Panasonic Real 3DO system? All right, next on the docket here, we've got Konami, which a lot of people are like, Konami, get those guys out of here. Uh, but Konami is set to reveal two new games for the Nintendo Switch at E3 this year. This comes via Nintendo Life. Um, they said, with the exception of a few titles such as Super Bomberman R, which I have right here, holding it up for the viewers. Um, Konami is one of the few developers to show continued investment in the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, I don't really get what they're saying here. It seems like, um, whoops, I didn't mean to click that. It seems like they're saying that we've seen support from Konami. Uh, the only game that I believe that we've seen from Konami is Super Bomberman R. And if you haven't played Super Bomberman R, it's actually pretty good. It launched pretty poorly it had low frames per second um it had some creative decisions that i think got in the way of gameplay but they they very quickly patched it and fixed it and uh this game is actually pretty fun i'm i'm a fan of of uh super Bomberman r but i guess we've got two games that are listed on Konami's official page for E3 2018. Uh, one is stated to be an action-adventure game, and the other is a compilation. Uh, there's no other details, okay? So what could it be? Well, you know, it could be Castlevania. It could be uh, Metal Gear. Uh, it could be a lot of things. We really don't know. It could just be ports of something as well. Uh, but whatever it is, we're going to find out at E3. However, we did recently find out that one of those games, or at least I believe it's one of those games, because they just announced uh, Super Bomberman R Max. Now, I watched the video, and I couldn't really tell what was the difference between Super Bomberman R and Super Bomberman R Max. Um I'm almost wondering if it's DLC for this or if it is um, like, I, I, you know, I really have no idea what it is, but you can watch the, uh, oh, you know what? I didn't actually put the link in the show notes, so sorry about that. Uh, but you can, if you just Google Super Bomberman RX, I'm sure that it'll come up and you can watch the video. I'm very confused as to what that is because we already have Super Bomberman R on the Nintendo Switch. So very curious. Um, that chap Zap says they are a scar on the gaming industry, just a little better than EA. Um, Baxter says, I like how Konami did Metal Gear Solid with zombies and then Kojima seen it and laughed at it. Uh, let's see. What else did we get here? Uh, Jay Harley 17 made it to a live stream. Welcome, Jay Harley. And Joel Mead says, you have to buy stock in one company and you can only choose between Konami and EA. Which one do you pick? Well, that's a tough question. Uh, anyway, I'm very curious as to what Super Bomberman R Max is, but uh, one thing I can tell you that it is, it is too long of a title. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. So for those of you paying attention, very recently, um, we had found out that somebody had found some data on the eShop for Fortnite. And it showed like the icon for Fortnite. And I believe I talked about it last uh, episode. Well, according to a user on Reddit, Rosalind, I believe is the name. 
they have found information about paladins and it is quote unquote leaked in the same exact manner something I, I don't really know what it is that I'm looking at because I am not a uh, I'm not a, uh, a, 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 a I don't know a programmer or whatever but there's some kind of thing here that has something to do with paladins okay so if you're watching the video you can see exactly what it is some some kind of file that's a json file that's available uh now that now that that's said um this is pretty important because just a couple days ago fortnite was leaked exactly this way okay and then now we have paladins leaked exactly this way and why is this super important well it's super important because right after that came out um like today it was announced like fully that paladins is in fact coming to the nintendo switch and not only is it coming to the nintendo switch but it's coming to the nintendo switch on june 12th featuring 60 frames per second gameplay and cross-platform multiplayer with xbox 360 and pro, uh, 360 <laughs> with xbox one and i'm assuming pc as well and probably not ps4 so the fact that both of these games were leaked in the same exact way, and then we get an announcement about Paladins uh, on the Nintendo Switch, that leads a, a lot more weight behind the Fortnite leak. And, you know, I've, I've been talking about Fortnite on the show a lot, which is just bananas. Uh, like, I can't seem to get away from it. But uh, we've, you know, we've got the, it was listed on the Korean, um, games rating board website and now then we have the icon being data mined out of the eShop and uh, then we get the same thing with Paladins and then Paladins is now confirmed so I'm fairly certain that on the the 13th when Nintendo does their presentation I'm I'm 99.9% sure that they'll be like and here is Fortnite and you can download it and play it right now and it'll go live probably 15 minutes after that and people will be ignoring the rest of e3 while they try and get their victory royale uh, but anyway i i'm actually pretty excited for paladins because right now we don't have a good heroes shooter uh, and when i say heroes shooter i'm talking about a game that's a lot like overwatch and you know when paladins first came out in fact blizzard sued paladins for copying a lot of their stuff and Paladins totally copied a lot of their stuff. I don't care what they say. They totally copied some stuff. Um, like right down to a having a dwarf that builds stuff with a Swedish sounding name. Or maybe it's a Finnish sounding name. I don't know. Um, I would say an Eastern European sounding name. How's that? Um, I think that that the fact that that it's a kind of a copy of Overwatch you know, people kind of look down on Paladins because of that, but I'm willing to get past that because it's actually a pretty fun game. Uh, it's not as good as Overwatch. It's certainly when I would say, I would say it's like a poor man's Overwatch, but it's still fun as hell. And if you haven't played it, you definitely should. Now, I believe that the Founders Pack uh, because if you don't know, Paladins is actually a free-to-play game on other platforms. I guess they're, they're going to be launching a Founders Pack for $30 on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, I'm sure that you'll also be able to pick up the game 
for free later on, but they're going to get people early access uh, by paying for it. And, you know, I don't mind paying for a game like that because I think that I think that the chance of Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch is virtually zero. I, you know, um, uh, what's his name? It starts with a J. The guy in charge of Overwatch, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he, he, he basically said, look, we would love to bring Overwatch to the Nintendo Switch, but right now it's all the, it's, it's, it's using, yeah, Jeff Kaplan. Thank you, that chap zap. Uh, it's Jeff Kaplan said that it, that, running Overwatch and keeping uh, the same release schedule on all three platforms that they are currently supporting, that would be PC, Xbox, and um, PS4, it's using up all their resources to do that. And they really can't afford to support a fourth system that has uh, very different um, hardware. And Overall, I think Paladins is fun, and since we're not going to be getting Overwatch on the Switch, I will be picking up Paladins because I'm looking for a good hero shooter like that. Now, related to Fortnite and Paladins, there's also a different mode in Paladins that I guess is available on PC, although I haven't tried it yet, and that is a a Battle Royale version of Paladins. So I guess Paladins wasn't uh, content enough to copy just Overwatch, they also decided to uh, copy uh, PUBG and Fortnite a little bit. And you know, again, I don't see a problem with that. They're 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 duplicating a gameplay type. They're not copying everything a hundred percent. They're making it their own. Uh, it'll be a class based um, a class based battle royale style game. Uh, so you'll have like ninjas or whatever, you know, different abilities for different kinds of characters instead of everybody being exactly the same. And it looks like it doesn't really have the building um, aspect to it, except for with items. So like, I guess you can get items and throw those down to build something really quick to get it to get some cover between you and your enemy. Now, I haven't played it, so I don't know much about it, but right now that's only on the PC and, and has not come to console. So Naturally, my first question is, are we going to be getting that uh, Battle Royale version of Paladins on the Nintendo Switch as well? Well, right now it's not on um, consoles and it's only on um, PC. So I was curious as to how long after controller support was out for PC did we get it on consoles? And I guess that controller support came out for Paladins uh, on PC in January of 2016, and then controller support for, or I'm sorry, not controller support, but then the game actually came out uh, on the PS4 and Xbox One in September of 2016, I believe. So that's quite a big difference. And what we're just now starting to see is some controller support in the new mode, the, the Battle Royale mode. So like when you go up to an item, uh, it'll pop up uh, with keyboard buttons that you would push in order to open the item, but it also would said something like press A to equip, and it was like the Xbox style A. So now that they're starting to put uh, controller support into the battle royale mode of this, I expect that we'll probably see it in a few months, if not a little bit more, but I do expect that we will eventually get this mode on consoles as well. Pitfall, a jungle adventure game designed by David Crane from Activision.
All right, I've got two videos that I, I hope you guys will check out. One of them is a commercial for Mario Tennis Aces, and it looks pretty damn good. I think that they did a great job with it. My very first instinct when they unveiled Mario Tennis Aces was, I, I think that they'll have some very attractive people playing tennis across a table from each other where with a switch on one side a switch on the other side and they're standing with this table between them waving their hands around and that did show up at the end of this so you know i called it but what i didn't expect is that they would find an actual real life tennis player to play a game of tennis against mario uh you know in like a live action shot and i gotta say man mario looked really good really really good in this video like his mustache like had stray hairs coming off of it and stuff and uh overall i think that nintendo's marketing team has been doing a great job which is really really good news because one of the people who's in charge of nintendo's marketing team damn it i forgot his name again uh is the guy that is going to be replacing mr kimishima uh at the end of the month as president of Nintendo. So he's been he's been deep in the marketing over there and I think he's doing a great job there and and having him uh replace Mr. Kimishima when he retires. I think that's a, a, a so far so good. I think it's it's a good thing. Uh just based on the things that we've seen so far. Uh but that's a pretty cool commercial. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes. Uh another thing that I want you to check out if you have time is a first look by me of a game called One Strike. And I want to talk about this game a little bit. I haven't played much of it. Only about 15 minutes or so. And when I was when I was playing it, I was very impressed with the style of game it is. It is a fighting game, like a 2D fighting game. Very I would say almost 8-bit in its art style, but also has some really good artwork um, between game between actual gameplay sessions. Uh, but it's a very unique fighting game in the fact that you only have to hit your opponent once in order to win. And you kind of have two uh, moves. You've got a block, well, no, three moves. You've got a block move, uh, you've got an attack move, and then you've got a, a move that will let you jump backwards from, uh, you know, if somebody's swinging their sword at you, you can jump backwards. And when I was playing it, I could, you know, I was playing it by myself. I haven't played it with another person yet. But the first thing that I thought of was this would make a fantastic party game where you're just you know, whoever wins the the duel, because the duels are over like that. They're so quickly over. Uh, but whoever wins the duel keeps the controller and then the next person gets the other controller and they get a chance to try and unseat the champion. Uh, I think it would be a really good party game. And it's by, I think it's called Cubic Games or maybe it was Cubit Games. Um these are the same developers that made Astro Bear's Party, uh, which I did a review on my YouTube channel. They made um, uh, that pirate ship game, Anchors Away, which I hated. I thought it was really bad. And th But then they also made one called Robonauts, where you were running you know, a two-player co-op uh, co game uh, as well. So... They uh, seem to be focusing on these uh, low price, uh, really good games where 
it's really focused on multiplayer, uh, with the exception of the the pirate game that uh, Pirates All Aboard I didn't enjoy. The rest of those I thought were really fun games, and they're all really cheap. And not only are they really cheap, but I guess you can get, uh, when it comes out, I believe tomorrow... I could be wrong about that, but when it comes out, I think tomorrow, um, one strike costs five bucks. But if you own the other games from Cubic Games, um, Re- uh, Robonauts and um, Astro Bears Party Deluxe, if you own those games, you get one strike for half off. So you get it for two fifty. Um, these games are really good. If you, I, I wouldn't get them if you don't have other people to play with. But if you've got other people to play with. They can be really fun. Uh, and I think that One Strike is its definitely something you should check out if you're interested in it. So make sure you look at the uh, the first look that I've got over on uh, YouTube and uh, YouTube.com slash RunJumpStomp. And, uh, you know, you can make your own decision about it. So I've got two more things that I want to talk about very quickly. First off, if you want to check out what Capcom has uh, planned for E3, we've got um, I posted like their their schedule for E3 this year. You can check it out over at runjumpstomp.com. Just click on blog on the top and you'll see a link there that says uh, uh, Capcom at E3 2018. Um, I'm very excited to see some of their stuff for Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I'm excited to find out more about Mega Man 11, and I'm really excited for Monster Hunter World, or as I spelled it on my uh, website, Monster Hunter World, since I typed that one wrong. Uh, So make sure that you check out their schedule. I'm excited for a lot of their stuff. Uh, Pokemon CEO says that the 2019 Switch RPG, that's just the one that we're going to get in the second half of next year, not this year, it will be something that longtime fans have waited for. Uh, He says, the reason we can release a new Pokemon game at this time is because the development started when the Switch launched. The process and tempo of catching Pokemon Let's Go is completely different. Uh, He's just telling us how to play that game. It does not say if there's actually fighting uh, wild Pokemon. Uh, then he says the new title coming out in the second half of 2019. Let me bring this up on the screen. This is via Silicon Era. Um, tiny me. There we go. Um, the new title coming out in the second half of 2019 will be a completely different game from Pokemon Let's Go. It is not an entry game, but a game that we want longtime fans of the Pokemon series to look forward to. It will have a good understanding of what an evolved Pokemon game looks like after it has continued to succeed the traditions of Game Freak, and we want to make Pokemon fans say, this is what I've been waiting for by develop- by delivering a brand new product packed with gameplay elements and plenty of new Pokemon to encounter. Uh, so he's just saying, look, um, when you see what Pokemon Let's Go is, keep in mind this is not a, the direction that Pokemon games are going to be taking from now on. It's going to be... Uh, different in the future. This is meant to be an onboarding of people who haven't played these games in a long time, and they're trying to reintroduce them uh, to the uh, to the series. Uh, let's take a look at what chat says. 
Uh, chat says, I think Capcom needs to release another Street Fighter game. Yeah, no thank you. I already bought one, and then we got the second one that came out. I, I really wanted to check out that second one, uh, the, the 30th anniversary edition. Uh, putting in chat says, Pokemon MMO confirmed. Uh, Joel Mead says, in a related story, we will see Pudding sometime in the year 2022. I guess I don't get that. Uh, so anyway... Uh, let's move on. We've got to thank somebody here. We've got to thank CMJDM um, for reviewing the show on Apple Podcast uh, Canada edition. Uh, they gave the podcast five stars. And they said, most Switch and Nintendo podcasts are made by the younger crowd, but this dude has a more adult style. I can actually relax and listen to this, whereas the rests are just too hyped. Yes, I, I like to be I like to be chill. I like to be relaxed. And then uh, if you are looking for um, a way to support the show, why don't you head on over to... Um, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you there's a lot of th ways there that you can support the show just make sure that you check that out if you are looking for ways but if you are looking for other ways to support the show you can just review the show on itunes give us that get us up back all the way up to that full five star rating right now i think we're at like 4.5 or something like that and it would definitely help if you would review the show over there uh don't forget if if you're listening to the show you're missing out on some stuff because i edit that down in order to keep it succinct and uh quick it doesn't always work uh but uh you usually are missing out on some conversation that we've had um when i'm not actually recording or maybe i chop some stuff out so if you want the full show, head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, hit that follow button, and every time I go live, click the button, and uh, you can check it out. If you can't come to the live shows because you are a very busy person, I totally understand. Head on over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, and you can always watch the videos after the fact. And somebody even told me that, uh, that it works very well because of the the pace at which I tend to speak, uh, it works very well to watch the video back at 1.5 times speed. You get to watch the whole video and it doesn't take up nearly as much time. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, I would also like to take a moment to thank Tom Winter and uh, Noteblock for the use of their music on the audio version of the show. And I also want to stop and thank the chat. The show would not be uh, the same without the chatters who are, are here when I record the show. So I'm going to take a second and thank them. We've got Kodiak Moonwolf, uh, Snow Goes Ham, That Chap Zap, Vaxer is here, Backback B, uh, J Harley 17, Joel Mead 24, Kimbalina 66, Like Jet Ski, Mikey B Playing, Nintendork 2012, uh, Pudding, Shout Gamers, Res TV, Simple Monk, TF Wagner, Tub of Popcorn, V and K, Virgo Pros, and of course, The Lurkers. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, and I will see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>